from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. It certainly is, uh, music fans. We haven't played music for a while. Let's do that sometime. Well, uh, good morning. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. It's the third um, Wednesday of the month, and that brings us to Adam Bergstrom 2.0, February 15th. I'll be, I think I'm going to come on after Adam and wax a few things I want to talk about. If not, if he doesn't wear me out, sometimes he wears me out, so I'll just go to, go have lunch, you know. And uh, But if you'd like to be on the show, somebody said the phone wasn't working. I'll check that while I'm introducing Adam. Adam Bergstrom is a great researcher. He's been around uh, in his body for over 80 years. It's just not allowed by law. According to the government, he should be dead by now, but he doesn't want to do that. And uh, just, he has a great website called solartiming.com where he has books and books and e-books that'll just float your boat. All kinds of things, and I'll tell you about those. Let me do this real quick. 888 663 Somebody said it wasn't working. I'll check it. And also email Patrick at one. Oh, it isn't working. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Let me reboot it here real quick in case you want to call. Sorry, I should have done that before the show, but I just, just thought about it. So anyway, Adam's out in Montecito, California. You can join the show next week. We have uh, Dr. Richard Massey and also Martin Armstrong, who's a very interesting uh, economic forecaster dude. Hope you enjoyed Charles Nenner yesterday, and also um, Howdy Mikovich, who was on. He was a fun guy to talk to. Mikowski. Adam Bergstrom, what's going on with you, brother? How? Good morning, good morning. Do you remember that song? Good morning, good morning. Do you know which one I mean? The rain has stopped, but it's going to start again this weekend. So our elemental song has worked very well. There you maybe go. Maybe too well. There you go. You guys just do your own do your own weather thing out there. SolarTiming.com. How many books you got on there, baby? Um, 45 or so, or 46 or 47. I lost count. Wow. <laughs> A lot of them are journals and uh, publications like that. Mind Over Matter is my favorite. I'm about to put out another one here, uh, probably maybe in a week or two. Mm-hmm. It's you, April, so I'm ahead of schedule. <laughs> if you are watching on BitChute on a podcast, I don't know if you've been on there, Adam, but the, let's see. Um, this is what they said about our last show. Maybe the sugar was deadlier than the chemo. Do you know what he was talking about? What we were talking about? It's hard to say. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see. No proofs of nukes whatsoever. Uh, comment on BitChute, your show and my show. Uh, um, these two are hilarious and very helpful. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's good. Recently, Elon Musk sent about... And of course, I'm the sugarholic. <laughs> you are the sugar. I want to ask you about that. Elon Musk, uh, another comment. Elon Musk sent 40 so-called satellites up and 38 fell back to Earth. That's a 5% record. So these are the kind of comments. So if you're watching on BitChute, feel free to comment and uh, we'll read them and sometimes I get in there and participate. Speaking of sugar, did you 
Did you hear the show we did with Thomas Seafried on cancer? Yes, I did. What did you think of that? Oswald Spengler claimed it was the sugar, but he really didn't. He claimed it was the lactic acid, the incomplete burning of sugar, which happens when you have omega-3 fatty acids My, and carbohydrates. Oh, sorry, you, you kind of lost me. So, But but he he was uh, talking about Warburg's work, right? And he said that Warburg exactly. had a... That's Warburg, excuse me, Warburg had a correct except for one thing, do you recall what he, Seafried said Warburg kind of didn't have correct? What he had correct was that sugar incompletely burned causes lactic acid, but what causes it to burn incorrectly is omega-3 fatty acids, which he also said. Now they know that burning, uh, let me see, there's an amino acid that cancer glutamine. loves much more, a hundred times more glutamine. than uh, glutamine. Glutamine. sugar. Glutamine. Exactly, glutamine, glutamine. They have a neo Warburgians now that uh, I forget who the major one is that goes into that. But yeah, uh, lactic acid, when sugar incompletely burns and gets stopped from burning by omega 3 fatty acids, there's other things too serotonin, cortisol, histamine, uh, nitric oxide, uh, melatonin, even can interfere with it if you take it as a supplement. When you don't take it as a supplement, serotonin turns into it, makes it less toxic. But serotonin is a very toxic chemical and kills a lot of people prematurely. So uh, he was saying that, if I got this right, that um, glucose, was it glucose and, and glutamine are what feed the tumor. Are what? What feeds, can you not hear me? Or feed the tumor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, by the way, your mic's a little foggy since we got on air. I'm not sure what that is. That's why I'm having a little trouble. Oh, what do you mean, You're foggy? Pretty much clear, but it, but it's uh, it's fuzzy. While before we got on, it wasn't fuzzy. Testing one, two, three, four. Can you hear me now? It's about the same, but as long as I, I can pretty much hear you. Every yeah, once well, in a while, it gets foggy. Pretty I don't much know if anyone else good. is. It's not fuzzy here over the air, is it, folks? Let me know if it is. Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. It doesn't sound fuzzy in my headphones. Maybe you got a fuzzy headset. Or... Well, it just happened after. It was fine before we got on air. So. Really? But anyway, I can, I, can, I can understand you. It's just uh, yeah, a couple have, of words there I didn't get. If you that. have trouble, so go back to the... Uh, glucose and glutamine, which glutamine. is all his research shows it what feeds the, the tumor, and they get people on a low carb, so cut back on the glucose, right? And then they yeah. they give them targeted little drugs to get rid of the glutamine. That's that's what he was talking about, right? Cancer loves glutamine. Yes, it does. Yeah, well, but I, it also what that's weird, isn't it? I love glutamine. Hmm. Yeah, because it's it's touted as an anti-cancer uh, chemical and all kinds of things like that. But it's its favorite food. Even Aubrey de Grey, you know, the, uh, the longevity expert. And by the way, when I say longevity expert, to me, the only longevity experts, you got to be at least 90 or 100 years old to be a longevity right, expert. Otherwise, you're just, <laughs> we, you're just talking. Yeah. Yeah, you're just talking. <laughs> Aubrey de Grey, it's conversation. It's interesting. I mean, we should listen to some of it, what sure. they say. But uh, once a person gets 
to be 100, that's when I really pay attention to it. <laughs> Even Warren Buffett, for his horrible diet, the guy is 92, and Charlie Munger is 99 now. That guy is ornery. And I think he's just too ornery to die is his deal. <laughs> and so what's up with that? I mean, Adam Bergstrom has a – show him. You just have a whole thing of sugar right there, and yep. you don't have cancer cells going rogue. So why is that? Not yet. Why hopefully. is that? <laughs> Knock on wood, you know. You know we're all vulnerable to it, but uh, but cancer. There's a lot of unexplained thing, and of course we know the so-called spiritual thing sure. or the 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 engram, the the traumas happen. Many people get cancer after their loved one dies or after some kind of trauma happens, and shock definitely causes cancer. I first came upon it when. I met a man on the Greyhound bus, and he told me that, uh, he said, you may think I'm crazy, but I got stung by bees and got cancer. And yes, it's known that if you keep irritating something on your body, you know, it's going to uh, give you a cancer. But what has been forgotten is that one shock can cause cancer, but one shock can uncause cancer, too. You can, you can uh, chemotherapy is actually a shock. But you could get in a car accident, you could fall off a building, and you could get cured of cancer. Hmm. It's a very strange thing. It's actually it's actually a type of medicine called homeopathic, isopathic. One trauma cures another trauma. And, and it you, does work. And as you said before, and boy, the more and more I look on the inner, everything is connected to everything. Everything is connected to everything. In Adam Bergstrom, anything can cure anything, and anything can not cure something. I mean, it's it's tricky business what we're trying to figure out, right? It really is. Right. And even the logical people who say uh, correlation does not prove causation, but in a way it does because correlation hmm. is called synchronicity. Right. And synchronicity is an a-causal principle that causes things. So how do they explain that? <laughs> yeah, I mean... How can you not be correlated and be a, a cause, right? I mean, you either are or you're not, and and it is. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it, there <laughs> there are other causes that don't have aren't you know does time really exist anyway? So things exist for past and future. You right. can relive your past and actually redo your past, but because there is no time. Uh, Master Chen was very big about that. In fact, when someone said, you, you mean you can uh, redo how you think about the past? past?" And he said, no, you can redo your past. If there's only now, then you just go in and redo the conversation that you think was weird, and then it's changed. It's got to be changed. Right? It's just... All like Star Trek and <laughs> Stewie's time machine, you know, and uh, Family Guy. It's got to be changed. It's got to be changed. We were, uh, we're living in d different dimensions, whether we understand how those work or not, but there are definitely defini definitely different places, uh, yeah. different realms, no, different uh, chakras, whatever you want to call them. You know, I'm working on a screenplay with a, a good friend of mine in, in Australia. Um, he's a really cool guy, and he's, he's working on the screenplay with me. He wants to direct it. He really likes it. And it's, uh, it's, it's about this fellow that gets introduced to this spiritual master who's got this funny machine that he can go in and shows him exactly how the mind-body-soul thing works, right? 
but it turns out the guy is really a spiritual master and the machine is just made up, right? <laughs> but So it's pretty fun. But um, so in the machine, he sees that thoughts are not these thoughts that go, you know, like we, we can view thoughts because there's only now, right? Right, there's only now. So thoughts don't go back or forward. They appear in the now. And, and so... Fraser was saying, well, we have to show that, how can we get from him being in the machine to that thought in that experience? Because he keeps saying, wait a minute, this is not a thought, this is real. And I've been looking at it the last few days, and it's almost like, it's crazy. If you if you think about it, see what you think about this as a hologram, and Adam's sitting there, Patrick's sitting there, and we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden this thought comes in. It's almost like it just goes, explodes in the now and it's a state of consciousness where you know it's I'll never I'll make I'll never make it as a screenwriter right something like that right and so you're in that state of consciousness for the moment and the only way out of that is to go I'm doing good and just you know you're you're then to another state of consciousness right do you get that uh, Donald Lay went into that, saying that uh, we can't astral project because we're there already. We're there already. So right. how can we get there? Now, now on different levels, on a physical level, I think of going to the store and I go there. The thinking itself of going to the store is instantaneous. It's at the speed of light. If I want to go a thousand miles away, you and are I, there. I can think right. of it just like that. Right. You're there. Now, the in between, the astral realm, is when I actually, hmm, I got to get my keys, I got to do this, or I got to take my body. Even John Lilly believed that he could he could make himself into a mathematical point and astral project. So he was closer than most people about how that works. So, so he didn't need to pay attention to time as a mathematical point in the universe because he had no friction. Yeah, I mean, you you see a magazine and see beaches in Hawaii, and you. Oh, oh, I want to go there. Then you imagine yourself in Hawaii and you talk to your, your girlfriend about going to Hawaii and then you start raising money. Before you know it, your body is there. It just takes a little time to go from being there and to bringing the body, right? Right. It can be done instantaneous. Now, we know it can be done in the in the first chakra, like I think of building a computer and then it takes me a year to build a computer and design it. But it can be done things can be materialized you can materialize things out of thin air uh why don't we do that because of habit we get habituated that we can't do it we're taught by everybody you can't do it you can't do it you can't do that you can't do that you can't do it you can't levitate impossible and then you start to believe it because a million people have told you that the television tells you the social media tells you you can't levitate and pretty soon you start believing that stuff and then when you believe it that's what it is that's what it becomes, the belief, yeah. The be-lie. <laughs> or it can that, be the be-truth. Is that where that word comes from, the be-lie, belief? I think it does. Really? I, I can't <laughs> swear by that, but I really think it's awfully suspicious how words seem to have these be type of uh, underlying etymologies. Like diet, too. You've often said diet is die, right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have a limit. <laughs> a limit. Um, Donna, Donna is in North Wales, Pennsylvania. That sounds like a great spot. 
Um, mm-hmm. If this fits, would you please ask Adam a question? Yes, we will. I saw a recent post on Facebook regarding our place in the space we're in. Hmm. I'd like to learn invisibility to be invisible to use to occasionally. Is this learnable? If I'm faced with talking to an uncomfortable energy person and it would be rude to walk away, I do a dance step and can still listen, but since I, I've turned to 90 degrees, the energy passes by. What's she talking about? She's talking about becoming invisible. Or Do you get what she's asking? You know, invisibility according to Adonal Lay, is you pause your breathing while the other person uh, breathes, and you breathe while the other person pauses. That's how he, he said Christ did that in the Bible, when you remember when the people don't recognize him or see him on the path? And I saw Adonal do it. I've, I've told you that story before. A friend of mine named Gene Sprang was having a hassle with her boyfriend when I managed a health food store in Carpinteria here. Well, uh, she came in, she knew Adonna very well, but couldn't see him. So she said, hello, Hugo, hello, Ginger, hello, Ad- hello, me, and hello, uh, who else was there, uh, uh, Melissa. She saw him, went to the phone to call the police over her boyfriend, decided not to, went outside. Still couldn't see Adonna, even though Melissa had her arm around Adonna. <laughs> And at one point, my friend Ginger start, said his name, and he hit her on the head and went shish. Like, if, he, if she heard his name, she'd be able to see him. Well, years later, I, she moved to Wisconsin, and I talked to her on the phone. And I told her, you remember that day? She remembered Hugo. She remembered me. She remembered Melissa and everybody else. When I said Adana was there, she said, no way. And I said, he was there. She said, don't you think I would know Adonis? I've taken workshops from him. I've gotten sessions from him. Of course, he he wasn't there. (laughs) I said he was there. So he made himself invisible to them. I I saw him. So it's strange paradox is I saw him be invisible. (laughs) But she didn't see him be invisible. My experience is that, well, you know, I've talked about, I believe that the body is just a thought, right? Just like if we think we have cancer, we have cancer, right? That's how that is. That's how that works. And our state of consciousness um, projects what people see in our body, right? Our state of consciousness. Yeah. And I think Yoga and I used to do it in Adana Lay. And when you, when you have a state of consciousness that you don't maybe are not attached to people seeing you or you don't care or you're just in your own little world, I don't think people, I think you are invisible to people. Um, some people, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. There are uh, psychic, so-called psychic warriors who work for the military who say that's how they, uh, that how they bend people's minds. They, what, they, what they see is an illusion anyway, like an archetype, and all you have to do is bend that uh, thought form and then they can't see you. Yeah. And our military uses it. They, they not only use it to uh, to uh, spy on people, or psychic, uh, what do they call them, uh, psychic spies. Uh, the military is well known for doing that, but they actually use it for other things like, what is it called, The Man Who uh, Killed Goats, uh, that movie? With- right, 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 yeah. 
they have a word for soul travel, which is remote viewing or something like that. Remote viewing, that's what the military uses where they spy on other people. They just transform yep. their soul body to Russia and see what Putin's having for breakfast or something. And there are psychic uh, assassins. The, uh, the triads are known for that. Supposedly, Bruce Lee and his son were killed by triads uh, for not paying up. Really? Well, I've told they, this story. They did physical things like blowing up buildings. They blew up uh, Jet Li's uh, San Francisco right. offices. So, so hey, sometimes they could do it. I've told the story during this uh, phenomenon. What I don't even want to use the term anymore because it doesn't exist. This thing that we went through the last three years, and you went to the post office, and they had signs outside: "You must wear a mask to come in here." Signs inside, right? Everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody's wearing a mask. I never wore a mask. I didn't think it was necessary. I didn't want to do it. I never thought about it. I'm just not going to do it. And you know what? Not once did they ever stop me. Not once. And say, sir, you really need to put on your mask. Not once. And you go up to the counter and you do your thing. So I don't think they see you. If you don't think you're doing something wrong, and you, you know, I think they see you with a mask on. I, I don't know. Oh, they don't yeah, see I think you. you're Maybe right. they don't see you. Vibrant you know. <laughs> gal did the same thing. She? she would walk into sprouts and buildings like that. No one ever said anything with her mask. That's right, yeah. <laughs> They'd come running after me, but she's really good at that. Stuart Wilde uh, wrote a book on how to be invisible. Uh, if you remember Stuart Wilde, he was a no, uh, metaphysical author. He's on Cosmic Vacation today. He wrote The Secret of Money is Having Some, which was a very good <laughs> book on prosperity. Like and he one. wrote books on invisibility and etc. The Secret of Money is Having Some. I like that. <laughs> it's a great title. <laughs> That's what drew me to the book. Very interesting principles in it. He was an interesting man. I think he went on cosmic vacation about 10 years ago or so, though. Yeah. Do you, do you ever see any of the, either on TikTok, or I think I subscribe to the thing on YouTube, so they pop up some of the work of uh, Jordan Peterson. Do you know him? Yeah. He, he's, he's interesting. Uh, I like him. I'm suspicious about him. Really? He wants to form his own, uh, basically, United Nations now in England with thousands of people. But well, they have to be experts. They can't well, be commoners like that. I don't, I don't like think so, us. Adam. I th the, the thing I saw that he was really knows that the World Economic Forum is bonkers and weird and psychopaths, and he wants the people to start thinking about what they can do. I don't think he wants to be king or anything. It's he just wants an alternative to somebody putting out there the way they want to see the world. He would like to see people start talking about the way we would like to see the world. So. Well, the other side of the story is the amazing Polly, who is doing a series on exposing him right now. So oh, really? Yeah. He, has, he has some good things, but he at one point was recommending uh, cussing people out for not getting vaccinated. So, you know, but he, people change. Look at, uh, what's his name, uh, Snotty Scotty uh, Adams there. He's, uh, he suddenly turns around. But he said that he made his decision because there is no information, there were no facts out there, which is say, right? BS. <laughs> BS. There were plenty of facts. In fact, you probably knew, as I did, one month after the so-called uh, COVID experience happened, I knew it was phony. It's sure. a cold, for we God's know. sake. We've had him for 
thousands and thousands of years big deal you get a you get a nose run you get over it you go go back to work or you go do whatever you're going to do i mean it was so obvious but what makes people uh sheep bots like that uh william james talked about it it's called the flywheel of habit and it's the reason that the children of fortune are not overcome by anybody like the one percent why don't we rebel why does everybody put up with this because of habit people get used to being a poor person they get used to being a doctor or a garbage man or whatever it is they just get used to it yeah. i've done many experiments in that and it's interesting some of your listeners might want to try this get an average person and say i want you to think right now and tell me what you would do if you now have a hundred billion dollars how is your life changing a hundred billion what are you going to do Mm -hmm. and you get the stupidest answers like (laughs) you know i'd take off work during the weekend and fly down to the bahamas you have a hundred billion dollars why would you take why would you work why why would but people still insist their life barely changes at all now i've talked to people who are uh, actually multimillionaires and they say give me a list uh, it, you got you got a week for me to tell you what i'm going to do with all that extra money i'll tell you Lots of stuff but to do, huh? a person who is hypnotized into being whatever they are a garbage man an accountant whatever they they don't have a list they can't think of it and i've actually seen people say i can't think of what i'd do with the money no wonder they're poor <laughs> here's an email for adam i'm an elderly woman oh um um suddenly developed a lot of varicose veins not only on the feet and legs but also arms and midsection beside besides the boiled oranges that adam has mentioned before does he know of any other things one can do to restore the venous tone to normal my doctor wants to strip these veins out wow well, they come from omega-3 fatty acids are one of the major things, and there's other chemicals too, like nitric oxide. Oranges can help. I've talked about it. Buckwheat can actually help Buckwheat. if you uh, take it at midday. Uh, onions can help also if you take them at night. Um, if, you're, if you don't have a problem with onions, some people do. And some people have a problem with uh, buckwheat. If you go to the beach, be careful with buckwheat because you can break out in red spots from eating buckwheat, especially buckwheat sprouts. But otherwise, they're good in moderation in small amounts for uh, varicose veins, spider veins, uh, purpura, that type of thing. Uh, obviously, the circulatory system is having a problem. And then mind hack and find out who's the matter with you. Why is that happening in the who's first place? Who's the matter with you? Who's the matter with you? <laughs> it was a woman in my case. Mine happened only on the right side. <laughs> and uh, my right leg was targeted by horseshoes, frisbees, whatever. It was going to hit my shin, no doubt. Hmm. One time when someone uh, told me they were going to move in with me, I was so happy I ran up the stairs and the stairs collapsed and took out my shin, where it took me a, an entire year to recover from that shin accident. You talk about the universe giving you a clue, right? What to do. Um, so on the omega-3s, last time we were on, you suggested that you 
gain some new insights into it that if we're going to do an omega-3 like salmon or something, that if you put a lot of butter or fat with it, then it neutralizes the yellow fat? That helps to neutralize neutralize it. You see, you can't avoid omega-3. They're even in butter. It's in small amounts. So mm. if you like salmon, eat it occasionally. Eat it at night. That helps. And then have some butter with it because the butter will join it and make it more metabolic instead of storing it. Storing it is what caused lipofuscin to accumulate. It's called cumulative lipofuscinosis, big name for yellow fat disease. And in fact, yellow fat disease has so many names to keep you confused. It's like cancer would not be a major disease if you named it a thousand different names and it would go down. Supplement uh, users do that when they put MSG on the label and call it three different things. <laughs> and that way, it doesn't appear at the top, where it's the major one. If you get three, then whatever else is the ingredient goes to the top, and they shuffle it around. All marketing tricks. Adam, right Same now, thing happens in your body. on your video, you look like you're just uh, dark, like one of those interviews with people that you don't want to see their face. You ever see those? <laughs> like your like your whistleblower. Can you get some light on your face at all? Do you know how to do that? Hmm. We've got the light on this time, so that's in you know, let me let me try something else. Maybe if you can get away oh that that's a little better. Um a little better. A little better. Yeah, we're because we got the sun out today and we've got that light on which worked and I've got the backlighting on. Well see the backlight but is what it causes is a your darker yeah, this the, time. The backlight. Can you can you can you get away from having that window in the back and then you should brighten up? Can you do that? Mm, let's see. The trouble is if I go this way it even gets worse, I think. Does it? Let me see. Try that. I think that's even worse. That's even worse, yeah. <laughs> Let's try this one. Oh, way. that's a little clearer. Keep going. Yeah, that's a little better. Move it up. Down where I get Oh, there's some light. Where'd you get that light? Uh, just by shifting it around. <laughs> Missing part of my head on the picture here, maybe. Or or do you see it? Uh, yeah. Move the camera to your your left. Let me tilt it a little like that whoops the other way your, your left side this of your way? face is being cut off yeah keep going keep going keep going to your left keep going no the other way <laughs> I'm by the window again <laughs> no no if you just move your camera to your left this way no the other way the other left the other left the other way boy. keep going keep going Keep going. There you go. So I think that's mm. that's a little better, but you still okay. you still look darky there. But we'll deal with it. Uh, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick Timpone and Adam Bergstrom. And uh, I looks like our eight hundred line. We had a lot of rain. Oh. It maybe works. I'll, I'll I'll check it out during the during the commercial. Uh, let's see what we're going to talk about here. You know, something we haven't really, it's been a while. This is a great product. I don't know if you've ever tried it, but boy, it's fun and it tastes great. 
Check this out. For my first meal of the day, I like to make a blended drink, and I'm always basing my blended drinks around colostrum. Colostrum adds so much creamy flavor and texture that if you don't have it, smoothies start to seem a little bit watery to me. Now I'm gonna be combining it with a bunch of other ingredients, but it really is the all-star. Colostrum has so many health benefits. Probably it's best known for its effects on the immune system. There's actually an article in PubMed showing colostrum to be three times more effective against flu and flu symptoms than flu vaccines are, even in high-risk patients. It's incredible for fighting flu and other viral type infections. It's also really good for building lean muscle mass. In fact, it contains all 89 of the known mammalian growth factors. It's also very good for the gut lining. So people who suffer from things like Crohn's, IBS, uh, leaky gut syndrome, a lot of those folks are using colostrum in the regenerative process to heal and restore their gut lining. And one of the things I love about it is that it's a complete food. So colostrum contains everything a mammal needs to thrive. It contains all of the essential amino acids. It contains all of the essential lipids or fats. It contains all of the essential glyconutrients. Those are essential sugars that we need for our immune function. So it's got all of that and all those growth factors, which means this is really a complete food for human beings or for any other mammals. Tastes great, it's got the fuel I need to get through the day, and it's got all those added health benefits thanks to the colostrum too. There's all kinds of uh, various, uh, very excellent products on Sir Thrival. We have Shaga, Rishi, uh, Pine Pollen, Elk Velvet Antler, um, the Digestive Bitters, which is a great, great product. He's got a new, uh, new product, which is just walnuts, uh, wild walnuts too, like out, you know, in the woods kind of thing. That's the only ingredient. They figure out a way how to, how to uh, grind them up without hurting them. It's re it's really fun. Uh, walnuts are kind of fun to have, so you can put that in your smoothies with your colostrum. So check it out. The survival link is right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. We're doing two, uh, two new products from from Shen Blossom, might be interested in. One is called Potency, and the other one is called Bamboo Chlorophyll. The Bamboo Chlorophyll is part of our little regimen as uh, we are turning our hair to a more natural color uh, because they have a lot of minerals, the bamboo. Let me read you a couple of uh, the ingredients on this on this Potency. See if I can see it here with the light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, ingredients. Fermented seaweed, a green unripened umeboshi plum, rosemary berry, which is a Japanese gooseberry, bamboo leaf, hmm, frankincense, shiso pepper, kumquat, whole fruit, lemon peel and pith, bitter tangerine, oh, amla berry, Shazandra berry, Hungarian paprika, Japanese wood sorrel, watercrest, and pine needles. And this is called potent vitamin C, fermented seaweed, collagen, and vitamin C formula. Uh, pretty cool. Look at those ingredients. That's a, an old 
Chinese uh, herbal formula. This other one is called bamboo chlorophyll. Bamboo's pretty interesting uh, species. A lot of minerals in there. And the ingredients are organic nobu barley greens and bamboo chlorophyll. And these do like a quarter teaspoon, half a teaspoon twice a day. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of minerals in in the uh, bamboo. And a lot of the gray hair people say that it's a mineral thing. Who knows what it is, but, you know, we like to experiment, and and why not? So that's on Shen Blossom, OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. So Adam Bergstrom, you and I were going to develop a magic potion that people could take to grow their hair back. You talk about a mother load of... <laughs> You talk about a millionaire. Holy cow. Working on it. Shock is one of the things that works, but it's a bit rough on the rest of the That's body. Right. And uh, we couldn't sell that. It'd be a difficult product, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting thing. I'm sure they're going to find it uh, eventually. It's just a matter of time. When people say you can't do it, it means they don't know how to do they it. They don't know how it to do it. doesn't mean you can't do exactly it. Exactly right. They don't know how to do it. Yeah. Here's and, of course, I know a, a friend of mine did it. He did it with pickle preservative. That's what you told me. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. Well. It took him four years, but he grew it all back. And uh, I told my son about it, and he uh, he grew a little bit back, but not much. Uh, Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw back in 1982 when their Life Extension book came out. Right. Uh, they said it worked. It could work, and 10% of men could actually get results with a pickle preservative. And the rest, uh, maybe you could slow it down or have no effect at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, they still sell it at health food stores. Oh, do they really? Do they? Do they? Yeah, of course, they get a lot more money on it because when you buy pickle preservative by the 55-gallon drums, it's really cheap. But they put in, uh, but it's still a lot cheaper than some of the Rogaine and all these drugs they have. Yeah. <laughs> a, a fellow we had on a couple of weeks ago, Varus Ahmad, you can look at it on in our BitChute and also on our website. He's he's got a big head of hair, all dark, and he went through something where he was gray and losing his hair, and he just did it with different diet and stuff like that. And he figured it out. So you can go to his website or his podcast and listen to what he said. I don't I recall all the things that he did, but he did mention bamboo. That's what I got picked up on the bamboo. He thought that. The bamboo would be a good thing for the grain of the hair. The bamboo. Well, things that grow are good. Bamboo can grow like, three feet a day. Yeah, it's like three crazy. feet in one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It actually stays dormant, I believe, for about six years. Then, when it starts growing, it's uh, one of the few grasses that you can eat in the morning in solar nutrition. It's one of the original grasses, which was a forest grass that eventually migrated out into the prairie and got smaller like crabgrass and devil grass and those grasses, mm-hmm. bluegrass. <laughs> bluegrass. Hello, Adam. I was wondering uh, what your thoughts on were wearing jewelry that is made from zinc that is 99.9% pure are made from copper that is food-grade qualities. It's safe to have those metals in regular contact with our skin. 
Well, I wrote a book about copper, and actually, uh, it's better to get it out of food, and it's very easy to get out of food, and we get about one quarter to one half more percentage than we than we need per day, because we get it out of potatoes and tomatoes and foods that we eat. So it's very easy to get it now. Copper, uh, when you get double the copper, it doesn't accumulate. So you don't get toxified by it. But some people are taking huge amounts of copper. And uh, we'll see what happens in another 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Because it's not a good idea. Uh, And the copper can differ between uh, certain types of copper that are out there. But nutritional is better. The the food-based one uh, is much less toxic than the other coppers. Uh, many oysters have copper in it for one reason only, pollution. Uh, in fact, the ones around New York, I wouldn't be eating those, uh, those uh, ones because naturally copper helps a uh, oyster's uh, sex life, but you get too much, and it kills the oysters as well. <laughs> so oysters make copper to, uh, to survive in the polluted waters? Is that right? Copper and zinc, they balance each other out. Uh, Copper is number 29 on the periodic table of the elements, and zinc is number 30. They're right next to each other. They're cofactors. They work together. Uh, Zinc is well known for the prostate, but too much zinc can cause uh, prostate cancer. So you have copper to balance it out. But when people start supplementing, I'm going to take copper without zinc, I'm going to take calcium without magnesium, etc., they start getting into trouble because... You get an imbalance. It's like it's like we have a scale uh, and uh, a seesaw, and when you put a rock on this side and a feather on that side, not good for your health. Mm-hmm. So you must be careful. I, I'm certainly not against supplementing because I sold them for years, yeah. and I, I managed four separate health food stores and a, and a supplement uh, department and a Hawaiian health food store as well. Uh, they can be good, but many people abuse them because they don't really understand how they work, and they take too much. I always was a minimalist. I would take, like, if I was going to take a daily vitamin pill, I would pull it apart and take it in one pill in four days um, when you were supposed to take one a day. I would take uh, one every four days interesting. and recommend people do it, too, who would listen to me, but... I wasn't going to stop them managing a health food store because you got to make some money, right? you got to so, make some money, you know? Only if they asked me. If they asked me, I would tell them. The worst, by the way, vitamins are children's vitamins. You would think people would care about their children, but they'll take absolute crap. There was not a single children's vitamin when in any of the health food stores I worked that was worth anything. So I recommended people take apart the one a day's uh, that you could get a, a good product and actually uh, separate it mm. out for your child mm. rather than Flintstones. I mean, but they have so-called health food versions of Flintstones, and they're basically CRAP. CRAP. If you'd like to participate in the show, it seems our 800 line is not working. We had a lot of rain, and that happened, so you'll have to email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. It is the 15th of February, working on 11 o'clock here Central Time. Uh, Frank says, there was supposedly a report put out in 2010 by the Rockefeller Foundation, which remarked that the trouble with 
the trouble with more people waking up in, in, the, in the coming years. Huh. Does that, have Adam heard about this? Or uh, do you, does Adam believe there is an Illuminati group or certain families at the top that commune with evil entities? Some have speculated that these families use blackmail to control politicians, celebrities, influencers. Can Adam speak about these bloodline families? You've done a lot of research on that. Mostly, they get there by habits. In other words, someone gets used to being a billionaire, and they are. And so they raise their children to nurture and early programming, and then they become a billionaire. So I've met people who were raised with rich people that tried to give away their money, and they couldn't give it away. One person, uh, one person, she wanted to live with the poor people, and every time she would go to a foreign country, she'd meet a rich person and ride on an elephant, like in Thailand, with the rich people. She went to uh, Thailand, and she was going to go there and live with the the the, the uh, poor people. And the week before she left for Thailand. A grammar school friend calls up and says, hey, how are you doing? I'm going to Thailand. I am too. I'm going next Saturday. I am too. And who was her friend? The ambassador to Thailand. So she lived in a palace when she was there, and then she got on an elephant. And I've met people like that. They just can't give away their money. Hmm. Just can't give it so, away. <laughs> and, of course, uh, when a person has that money, they're tempted to do bad things, but they don't drink adrenochrome and they don't drink people's blood and all that stuff. There are people in the world who do that, the Jeffrey Dahmer type, and there's very rich people that do it too. Uh, uh, you know, children uh, were sacrificed back in our history. We have a lot of cannibalism in the human bloodline. If you want to go to the original paleo diet, the king used to sacrifice his son. He didn't like to do it. He took his less favorite son for the people to eat. And they didn't do it for ritual. They just liked tender flesh. So they ate human beings well, in that's Europe. Weird. <laughs> every place. <laughs> that's... It, 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 the kings ate uh, mummies. Mummies were big. When they found out they could eat these mummies from Egypt, they were, uh, they were, there were thousands of them. They burned them as locomotive fuel, but then they became quite a thing in Europe where the medieval kings would eat mummies. Why would they eat mummies? Yep. Why? Just eat it. They're dried mummies. They why had, would they, why dead, would they eat them? Body. Why would they eat them? They said they were healthy. Oh. It was supposed to be some cure. <laughs> People believe strange things, and that's one of them to me. I wouldn't need a mummy. No, I wouldn't need a daddy, a mummy or a daddy. No way. No way. Yeah, it was very, very popular eating uh, mummies. It became quite a black uh, market in it, but for a while they just burned them in their locomotives when they got there. <laughs> oh. Before that, it, like I say, the, the medieval uh, in France and England, they would eat mummies before they got to the point where they were burning them in locomotives. And the only who, who said it? I think it was U.E.P. Long um, that the only thing new in this world is the history we don't know. I love that quote, isn't it? <laughs> and boy, there's a lot of it, isn't it, Adam? We don't know a lot of stuff. A lot of it. In Jeez. fact, this year I've been discovering, of course, the Agenda 21 is uh, mostly secret. People have no idea how 
we are not governed by Congress, by the president. It's all by the United Nations now, and they're taking over the uh, – how many people know that they pay to have jaguars re in, reintroduced to Arizona? And so far, there's six of them, but they've paid $1.5 million per Jaguar to introduce them in. And so they can go where they want. They have these core areas, so you have to eliminate the gap. And one reason that you can't block the border, or Trump couldn't, or nobody can, because you have to allow the Jaguars and other apex predators to go back and forth between the border. So... The United Nations says no. So all the things we're hearing about why they're coming over the border, it's just simply propaganda from NBC, CBS, social media, etc. Propaganda. Um, Grizzly bears are coming back, too. Grizzly bears are illegal in Washington, but the United Nations has overrode them, and now they're having grizzly bears come. One named Ellen traveled 2,700 miles in a year and a half. <laughs> what did she do? Just travel around? They 20- moved. Wow, they moved. They have telemetry. You know, they they uh, they they actually in, in California and other states now, they're killing all the trout in the uh, streams because man introduced them. So you got to have the original fish in there, not the trout. So they put poison in and gill nets, and they kill all the trout so that they, and sterilize the lake entirely so they can reintroduce the original species, thanks to the United Nations. We don't vote on this. Yeah, it's amazing how much power they've been able to get over people and states and that whole Gender yep. 21 thing. You guys can uh, research it, and what he's saying is, is and- accurate. And you're a sinner in California if you live in a single house dwelling. You have to live with two or three three families. Oh, isn't that special? Isn't that special? (laughs) And they're building, you know how they have ghost cities in China? That's the idea here. They finance, like in Santa Barbara now, they're going to take two blocks and destroy it. And they're going to put in, uh, the bottom floor is stores. The second and third are poor and middle class people, financed by the government, of course. Then you have the penthouses on the fourth and the fifth floor. You have the bicycle spaces and the transgender bathrooms and all of that. And it's all financed, and it's financed to fail. All these stores going in the bottom, you think they're going to, how are they going to compete against Walmart, Costco, and Amazon? They can't. So they're deliberately putting them in to fail. And this is going on in every community hmm. in California, including Little Carpinteria with 10,000 people. It's all over. And and they they say, you are immoral if you get in your car and drive to get a cup of coffee. We have to bring the coffee to you. Really? By either drone or put a store, you have to live with other families. Otherwise, you are an immoral person causing your carbon footprint to be outrageously evil. And how do they get this information out to people? Where are you getting all this? On the internet or is it on the news or, or where? Newspapers? They, they come to the local person and they bribe them basically. They say, we'll give you a lot of money. No, I mean, how the do you United find Nations out about all this? How, where oh, do you get this information? Like, do they put it out on I the read news? A book. Do they put it out on the news for people to learn this? I don't know. I can't this see. Is, I can't see. Uh, let's see. Can you see that? No, you got to back it up. Back it up. Okay. 
There you go. Behind the Green Mask, UN Agenda 21. I see. Oh. Rosa Corey, they could have even killed her because of writing that book, but other people write about it too now. It's coming out. Uh, you'll hear uh, uh, David Knight talk about it, other people, but they don't realize how involved it is. Now, because I'm a researcher, I go through the newspapers and I find articles on it in every issue of the newspaper, numerous ones of how they've taken over, hmm. uh, not only here. If you look at Wyoming, Wyoming is under uh, UN control, and here's a real surprise. What's what state is most under UN control? Florida. Who would guess? Yeah. Why would? How could that be? Why would? So DeSantis, DeSantis has to be a a, a a mole. He's a globalist. Trump is right about that. He is a globalist. Okay. No remember, Joel Cowson says Florida is the worst place to be in. There's only two ways out. And as Skousen said, don't judge a, uh, a state by its momentary politics. Do it by its safety. We're in one of the safest places there is in the country now when the, uh, when the feces hits the rotary oscillator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have the food here. You know, if you go up into Montana and places like that and it's cut off, as Skousen says, a lot of these multimillionaires are going to go to an underground home. How are they going to maintain it? You think the workers are going to show up if there's a nuclear war? That's ridiculous. Uh, you better know how to weld. You better know how to uh, build, be, have carpenter skills and all kinds of skills to survive in the wilderness. These millionaires, they're used, and billionaires, they're used to having servants and landscapers and plumbers and all those people that come, uh, especially here in Montecito. I mean, there are more uh, landscapers and uh, servants living in Montecito than people, <laughs> than regular people. Amazing. It'd almost be worth living in California just because it's so hilarious, you know, so <laughs> just for the entertainment it's value. It's an entertainment value. It's a comedy. We have the dope here now, too. That makes people stupid. See, back in the day, they wanted people to avoid dope because they wanted them at the, uh, on the line of GM, you know, the production line. But now, they don't need them anymore. They have AI. So they want you stupid. Yeah. So now, Make it legal. pot makes people stupid. Yeah. 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 And uh, we've done a show on it, and a lot of this medicinal stuff is very strong, very strong, really strong. Stronger than the you know than the street stuff, it's crazy. Very strong. Yeah. And back in the day, I was for it because it was anti-establishment. Now it's pro-establishment yeah. to take ayahuasca and LSD and all that. Yeah. They want you to take it. They want you to be and fentanyl. Oh, they want you on fentanyl for sure. Well, my my whole thing with with drugs is I think I said it the other day, but if you could take a drug right of some kind to expand your consciousness and not have one thought, it might be good, you know? But if you have one thought and you believe that thought, which you do when you're on a drug, then you're in the mental world and it's a black hole. You're not going anywhere. You're just going to make stuff up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. You're just going to make stuff up. You're just... 
ain't happening. Well, I was I was lucky back as a hippie. I met somebody who had taken two hundred acid trips when I was just Whoa. taking a couple of, and uh, and he said it's a revolving door. Ultimately, you have to go into meditation and things like that. Now I made it to about twenty one trips, and then the same thing happened. I actually somebody saved me, picked me up hitchhiking, and told me I should get into TM, and I said great. And they said, uh, well, uh, it costs thirty five dollars. I said. I don't have thirty-five dollars. I'll lend it to you. Uh, you have to give up drugs, really? Okay, I'll give up drugs. So I gave up drugs. That's wow. how I gave up LSD. Is that right? Because <laughs> I had vowed to take it every day, not knowing that it's not like pot. You have less effects by taking it. Uh, I was taking up to four tabs of orange sunshine and things like that. Working in a psychedelic nightclub, good atmosphere for it. So you're just you're just kind of traversing the universe of the mental realm and emotional plane. And it's, you don't know where you are, really. You're not getting more spiritual. It's not spiritual whatsoever. I can right. guarantee that. It can it can help you in I, certain cases I, to deal with certain psychological issues, but it's a trap too. If you if you use it uh, diligently, it's okay for mental issues. But who uses it diligently? You know, people people party with it, yeah. uh, and uh, and I. I, from the beginning, wanted to use it to see where I could go into my consciousness. Right. But it is, I'm completely on board with you. It is not spiritual. Yeah, no. But they tried. Remember, was it the Lily and uh, Ram Das and that whole crowd? Remember long ago, uh, Esalen, you know, they meant Timothy well. They were Leary. trying. They were trying to, yeah, Timothy Leary. They were trying to figure out how this all works, but... Uh, they never really they came got lost they in got the fact lost that drugs were somehow making them spiritual, and that was not never not correct. In fact, that's why uh, Leary has written these uh, and Robert Anton Wilson uh, books like Prometheus Rising with right. the various chakras. They got it wrong. Yeah, all of their chakras are stuck below the rings past knot that we call the metaphysics. You can't get by there without a guru. No chemical can get you past that level. Yeah. Just yeah. not possible. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Back right. when I was doing acid, I would have told you differently, but I learned you just can't get to those levels until you get a spiritual master to 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 guide you and to to, to walk you through and to bring you in when you're ready. You know, I mean, the light it's like is. Neo yeah, yeah. couldn't have gotten out of the matrix himself. He needed a guru. Morpheus yeah. had to come and say, "Hey, you're living in." A fake universe really no i go to work every day i'm a okay. hacker i do all this <laughs> oh no you're not oh, yeah. look take a look at yourself with the battery in your back what <laughs> <laughs> uh, did i i saw a quick interview piece with Kanye reeves and said that that uh, matrix was a documentary it wasn't a movie here's <laughs> 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 a documentary uh, we're going to do a little break here with Adam Bergstrom, Patrick Timponi. Thanks for coming on the show. Adam's here the first Monday and the third Wednesday of the month. So uh, go by solartiming.com. He has 40, 50 uh, e-books that you can buy for 10 bucks or so or whatever and uh, support him that way. He's got some great stuff. Also, Adam's blog is on One Radio Network and he puts up uh, blogs every that's a whole other world in Adam's blogs. You could learn everything about the universe. How many years, Adam, have you been doing the blogs? How many years now? 2011. Uh, 2011. Yeah. Wow. 2011. That's like 
12 years. That's crazy. Thanks. 2011. That's that. And they're all on the website. You could just go through one a day and use them as a contemplation, and you never know where it'll take you, brother. Well, um, if you would like to get your little body detoxing on a regular basis, we, we, we love these far infrared saunas. I think you'll like them. If you just email me, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com, we can set you up with one of these saunas. Here's a picture of it. And uh, $12.95 delivered in the lower 48. So let us know if you want to get one. They're really, really, really good. No radio frequency is really good. Pearlseum is a wonderful thing for your teeth. You can brush your teeth with Pearlseum. Do it a couple times a day, first thing in the morning, uh, before bed, and uh, helps your teeth get all pearly white. And the the target proteins in the Pearlseum will help fill up little dents in your, your tooth. It's actually been shown to help the bone to grow. It's very good. And you can take the capsules to take more minerals in your body and it's from a living source which is pearl another cool product that we have is sulfur we do this every morning of our life for what that's worth and hair skin and nails is one of the chief benefits of sulfur i mentioned before i've had to i really up my sulfur intake and i I have to go and get my hair cut about a week or two early than I usually do, from six weeks to uh, one month. Gets too shaggy, and my my haircutter guy said, "I don't know what are you doing. How come you got to come early?" I said, "I don't know. It's just growing more." I didn't tell him about the sulfur. Should have. But it's a great product. It's one of the pure sulfurs that you're going to find anywhere. Is on One Radio Network. You can click an order if you want more than four pounds. Shoot me an email, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. These Air Doctor uh, purifiers are very good. It's yeah, I just love mine. It's count. It's very intuitive. If you cook things that smoke up and and get some stuff in the house, it'll just speed up its little its little motor, and it, it does this automatically. And after it sucks up all this the bacon smoke, when we like bacon, it just uh, slows back down and uh, and goes back to normal. Very, very quiet. And these are on sale right now. Huge sale right now. Any one of the, well, just go on Air Doctor on the front page of One Radio Network and uh, click on it and get yourself one of these and you'll see all the sale prices there. Know the Source on One Radio Network. Adam Bergstrom out in Mendocino, California, where it's going to... You guys are probably just going to keep raining until your drought ends forever. What do you think? <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Adam, I've been working with a, one of my clients on my... I'm doing coaching sessions, and he's going through some cancer cells, prostate. He's been diagnosed you know, with prostate cancer. I don't like to use the word. And I was wondering... Do you think um, the red light on the prostate would be good for that? Uh, yes. Uh, one thing about prostate cancer, if it stays acidic, it won't spread. When it gets alkaline, it spreads. Now, red light is organizational. It's anabolic. 
it's been known someone who discovered that over a hundred years ago got the Nobel Prize for what he did mm. with light work, which well. has been forgotten now. But red light has been known for uh, disease prevention since uh, the Middle Ages. They knew about it, especially in the Middle East, where they would put red blankets, dyed blankets. And also, when a person gets a vaccination, they're protected somewhat by immediately going home, wear dark glasses after the vaccination, go home and stay in the dark for three days if you can do it. That's what you do with red light only, Christmas wow. bulb lights, very uh, light. That also works for mumps and measles and all of that. Yeah. I, I do some morning exercises. I do um, tapping on my testicles, you know, and, you know, that gets the testosterone moving. And also I do a, the deer exercise. So I shine the red light right on there in bed. And uh, it seems like it's really beneficial. It feels right. You know what I mean? It feels right. Red, red light helps. And even if red light stimulates the growth of prostate cancer, it doesn't kill you. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it grows a little bit. It's when it spreads, when it breaks loose. And but, unfortunately, men go for the treatment. And what is the treatment? They put you, even in a surgery or anything, it makes you alkaline. And they kill you. So it's not the prostate cancer that kills people. It very exceptionally, maybe, like they get in an accident, a car accident, and don't resolve it after they have it. But if you go for the treatment, you're going to die. Oh, sure. But is there any concern? Is there any really concern of shining red light if some? It would act, could actually grow it. I wouldn't want to recommend it to them if it could grow it. Yeah, but it's not going to kill you. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter if it grows. You know, because that's not some the problem. Experts, right? That's not the problem. These. It's the spread that kills you. It's when the prostate cancer goes to your liver. Doesn't matter. You just get, uh, uh, pardon the expression, big balls. It's a, actually a benefit, right? Cancer is anabolic. It it ultimately you use cancer for. Uh, the paranormal. If you want to learn to uh, bilocate, all that kind of stuff you dream about, that's cancer. Cancer is growth. Ray Pete explained it really well. If you take a tourniquet around your arm and don't move it, you're subject to cancer. But if you take that tourniquet and you exercise that arm, you get muscles. <laughs> cancer and muscles are related. Cancer and pregnancy are related. It's a good thing. In fact, Cancer is not a disease. What is the doctor that Ray Pete liked, uh, whatever his name was, William Coley. Yeah. William Coley said cancer is a cure, but people don't know how to use it. It's like a bucking bronco. It's going to throw most people, but if you learn how to ride it, you can use it for your health and to cure other diseases. Coley said that clearly. Hmm. And Ray Pete was into that, huh? That's like a bucking bronco it, it actually coley said it was an incipient organ just like we picked up our mitochondria we're picking up cancer but cancer will be more localized just like our adrenal glands are not where they say they are they're in our skin doctors refuse to uh, acknowledge that we have a fourth autonomic nervous system called the paraadrenal nervous system general electric knew about it a hundred years ago Doctors today, they don't have a clue that the adrenal medulla is in the skin. In the skin. It's also in the heart, but oh. they don't know it. 
And according to Seafried, I guess you agree that this whole idea of cancer being some genetic mutation thing, that's just not right. It's just not right. And the, the whole the whole industry is built on that. What, half a trillion dollars a year or so? I did the back of the envelope math. It's about a half a trillion a year. Cancer. You know, imagine that you have a 100-mile a road and you have one camera. That one camera is at that 50-mile mark. That's what that's all it is. It takes a snapshot of it traveling. They don't put it in perspective. They just look at it. It's a step. It's like they're stuck at a certain floor, and they won't go to the 100th floor. They stay in the 50th floor and the zero. In fact, genes or genomics is predecessed by uh, uh, what's it called? Proteonomics. Proteonomics control that. But what is what controls proteonomics? Uh, glyconomics. Glyconomics control that. Then there's ionomics. There's all these no- anomics. But why they pick the gene, they can patent it and I make see. a fortune And then they it. can say, well, then we can change it or manipulate it. Or that was the whole 23andMe thing. And even so-called mRNA, it's a DNA virus. It's a DNA manipulation, is what it is. It's a DNA manipulation. So, but it, but it's at one point. That's not where it's manipulated. So, if for people worried about the uh, DNA, you can change it from the environment. You can change it from astrology. You can change it from so many other ways wow. that you don't want to be locked in where they say it's unchangeable on both sides. I mean, the, the, the fear point people tell you it cannot be changed. It can be changed. Thought can change it. Sure. Uh, here's a good one. This is from Kerry. Really enjoy when you have Adam on. Oh, he's over 80 years old. Is that right? You are? 80 years? What's 82. Your, 82. 82. As of uh, last week. My, oh, happy birthday. So my question is, he obviously mentally, emotionally, spiritually is not 80. <laughs> so if he would take a test of some kind, could it prove his biological age is less than 80? She's saying 80 here, but you're 82. That's an interesting question. I mean, would there be a test that we could take to say that I'm really biologically not seven six or eight two, whatever that number means. Are there tests? It can be done, uh, and it's not necessarily doing uh, like a lot of tests are done with how many push-ups you can do and things like right, that. Right. That's yeah. not really biological age. You can be old and in, sure. and fit. Sure. Uh, I would say though. Uh, I would say my biological age is maybe in the 70s or so, maybe the 60s. I, uh-huh. I, I'm working back. When O'Donnell was tested, there is a test to be done. He was tested as being 10 years old no <laughs> when kidding. he was in his 60s. What kind of test? Now, like a biological test? Yeah, there, there was some kind of a biological test that uh, was available. I'm not sure how accurate it was, but but at that time, it got me exactly and and then Adon Olay gave me some techniques to lower that uh, down. But they, they got me to the year with the test. So that impressed me because uh, in many ways, my body is younger than some people's. Uh, a massage therapist about 10 years ago worked on, on me and said, people don't have at your age supposedly, yeah. people don't have that flexibility when I go into the muscle zone. So uh, that's pretty interesting how that works. Yeah. So, so even if they did ways, a DNA uh, test or something, 
Do you think it would show up that you and I were our number that we've been tagged? Why would it, why, would that change, do you think? Interesting. I, oh yeah, it can change. In fact, Adano had me do thinking and change it on the spot. I knocked it down sure. five years but by a, a technique he gave but me. But do you think a blood test doing DNA would pick that up? It would have to, right? I don't, I don't know if a blood test would. I, it, it could if they did the right blood test, but they do all the wrong blood they tests do all the these right, days. Okay. Yeah, it, it, we're at a primitive state. Now, it can tell some things, but like when people go to get a mineral, how many minerals, they often get it exactly backwards. Like suppose you're high in potassium. It's because the cell is low because they measured it in the serum. A true blood test for any element is you measure it in the cell in the serum and do a ratio and find out what the percentage then you know what your element is otherwise you can be high in potassium because you're desperately in need in the cell or you can be low in it because the cell is packed with it but they say someone says i got a blood test what part of the blood ask them that they say <laughs> Are there, there's a difference well did you get a serum test or did you get a cell test and and you need both one will not do it. It's like it's like uh, you come in a room and let's uh, check this bedroom, but not that bedroom, to see if there's a terrorist in there. Nope, not in this bedroom. Fifty-fifty nope. chance. Yeah. That's what a blood test is. <laughs> so, um, telomeres. Do you, do you think that's an accurate? They do this whole telomeres, measuring people's telomeres, giving them their biological age. I doubt it. It's very controversial. Some people say it actually works in reverse. So uh, <laughs> the jury's still out. Yeah. You know, if, if someone wants to prove that telomeres do work, I'll believe it. But I'm very suspicious about it. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Here's an email from Sandra. Hi, can Adam please comment on how to cope with the loss of a loved one? Any helpful foods besides bringing an ice cream or cheesecake, does Adam think we can contact the spirit um, of a dead loved one? Thank you for humoring me. All the blessings. Oh, no, that's a good question. Okay, so she and Sandra's having a hard time with a loved one passing. What are some ideas you have on that? You know, for sure, you can contact him within three days. Mm -hmm. That's been known in every culture on Earth. And uh, I had a girlfriend back in the 60s, and she told me a story. And, I've, and many of your listeners have heard this story before from someone else. She said that when she was a little girl, her grandfather appeared at the foot of her bed in the middle of the night. And it scared her. So she ran in and said, Grandpa appeared in the front of the bed. And no, oh, no, it's okay. It's all a dream. The phone rang. Grandpa just died. Mm. That happened so many times. Yeah. Uh, before I ever discovered Edgar Casey, when I was in grammar school, I was fascinated with talking to the dead and all this kind of connection. But dealing with it, uh, first of all, we have to realize we're all immortal. We don't go anyplace. It's it's toughest on the person that's left behind. So. You have to deal with not having them around anymore. Hmm. Yawning and stretching is uh, is a paramount thing to do. Crying is very important to do, and laughing is to do is important. And to hang around other people to get support, like yeah. network. Yeah. When my mother died, it was so traumatic uh, that I was staying alone. 
a friend called me and said, you will go out and, uh, and see somebody because you can't be alone. Well, go see your friend Hugo. I said, okay, I will. She knew I was lying. <laughs> so she called Hugo and said, go to him right now. And so he shows up knocking on the door. So I had no choice. And he said, we're going, you're going to hang out with me while I get my colonic today. I'm going to do this. And then we're going to go eat at a restaurant and things like that. So it's important to be around people at that time and not mm-hmm. hole up and get depressed. Also, plenty, plenty of sun, fresh air, that kind of thing. Go to the beach if you have one near. Go to the lake if you have one near. Swim and enjoy yourself. And be careful because when a person dies, the grief will make them die. In Thomas Mann's novel, Magic Mountain, which is about Davos, by the way, but uh, the, the, one of the lead characters, uh, their wife dies, and then they die of tuberculosis or some kind of lung infection that they get after. That's very common hmm. for people to get that. And a death trauma, you will see a person tuck their thumb like that hmm. when a person dies. If a male dies, they'll tuck the left. And if a female dies, they tuck the right. Hmm, interesting. Once in a while, it can be someone, you're under someone's thumb. But in most cases, I find that shuts off the lung. One way to get the grief thing going is thumb wrestle. Thumb wrestle. <laughs> or move your thumbs like this. <laughs> uh, Sandro, from my perspective on contacting, my experience is, is that we are all one. We're all soul. And that all you need to do is just talk to her. That's it. You don't have to do anything fancy. You don't have to go to a, you know, a, a third party. You just talk to mom. Just like you're talking to her as if she was talking, sitting across the table. You can even imagine her sitting across the table. That sometimes makes it even more powerful. Imagine. And just talk to her. I do this with Doodle. Doodle knows everything that I'm saying. If I want to tell her something... I just say to her, Doodle, we're going to go out later, and she knows. And you can do this with mom, dad, anybody, living or dead, right? I just know this is true. It's all you have to do. It's easy. It's easy. I agree. They come in your dreams all the time. I, I have my parents come in my dreams often. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so, other people that are go- long gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's a curious thing to, to, to talk about you and I, Adam. Since this is the case, it's very important for us, if we want to, to be very careful about what we think about other people while we're waking at the, on a computer because you can get into trouble, right? You can, you can poke around in people's business where you shouldn't be poking around and cause karma. You can protect yourself, but once you 